The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Curtis Arnold, uh, who is the proprietor at CardRatings.com, has just uh, authored a new book called The Complete Idiot's Guide to Person-to-Person Lending. Welcome to the show, Curtis. Hey, good to be back, Jordan. Thank you. Let's just start with your background a little bit and, and how it is you came to write this book about uh, what it called P2P lending. You bet. Yeah, you know, I founded uh, CardRatings.com 10 years ago. Hard to believe it's been a decade. Uh, really out of personal struggles with credit card debt. We rate and review uh, credit card offers on card ratings. And uh, I had 45 k in card debt coming out of uh, graduate school, Jordan. And so really as a struggle with it, I thought, hey, you know, it would be cool if consumers had a resource where they could comparison shop for the best cards. And as I paid down that debt and using self-help techniques, um, that's how the site born. The site has just grown beyond my wildest dreams. Uh, but, you know, I've realized, uh, and I wrote a book last summer, How You Can Profit from Credit Cards was my first book. But the credit card marketplace, as you probably well know, Jordan, is, is pretty tough these days. And so, uh, you know, they're cutting credit lines. They're um, not approving near as many folks. They're closing out millions of accounts. And so that's when I decided to look at some alternatives to credit cards. And this peer-to-peer or person-to-person lending, as it's called, sometimes called social lending, is really an up-and-coming uh, field that is a viable option for consumers and even for folks that are looking to uh, lend money you know, from an investment standpoint, uh, some folks are getting returns of 8 to 9% on loans, and you cut the banks out of the picture. And so um, I just really got enchanted with the idea, and um, so that's kind of how the book, uh, how the idea of the book was born. Great. Uh, let, let's kind of go back to the basics of how uh, person-to-person or sometimes called peer-to-peer lending uh, started. It, it really, it was pretty recent. It was about 2006 this actually started, right? Yes, you know, Prosper.com uh, came out about that time. It's one of the big sites, uh, peer-to-peer sites. So it's, you know, the industry itself is uh, just a few years old. But the concept, Jordan, of, of lending to a family member or, or a friend uh, has been around for thousands of years. So it's not really a new concept. But, you know, historically, loaning uh, money, you know, get, getting money from Uncle Harry so uh, you could go to college, was, has been frowned upon and has had some stigma attached to it. What this does, it's a new twist, and the beauty of it is it uh, introduces the Internet, and it makes what has often and historically been just a handshake-type agreement into much more of a formal, uh, legally binding document. Uh, you actually have a, a note that you both sign, and it's all much more formal structure. As a result... Uh, the delinquency rates on this new type of lending that involves, uh, you know, these websites and involves legal documents is much lower 
than what it has been in the past when you just had a handshake and you know we've all heard heard horror stories of uh, loaning you know money to to family and friends. Uh, so it really has changed uh, that whole concept, and, it, it, and in fact, uh, I have personally lent money the last six months just to try it out to several friends, and it's worked like a charm. It's just unbelievable. Um, it's not without risk, and we can talk about the risk uh, here in a few minutes, but I tell you what, uh, when it's done uh, the way it's supposed to be done, it's a win-win for everybody. What is the delinquency rate on loans typically through peer-to-peer lending? You know, it varies based on your credit standing or credit rating, just like with any other type of loan. But if uh, there's a site called Lending Club and you have to have a 660 uh, FICO score to even be able to borrow money through Lending Club, so their delinquency rates are a lot lower because they screen their applicants. But, you know, in the low end, it's, you know, typically 3 to 5 6%. Uh, on Prosper, for some of the folks with uh, you know poor credit, we've seen uh, default rates are hovering uh, as high as twenty percent. So it, you know it's all over the board. But uh, if you want to loan money, you're able to pre-screen folks and look for people you know with certain credit profiles, and that can really uh, keep your uh, delinquency rates down to manageable levels. Do borrowers tend to have more of a sense of commitment that they're lending money from an individual they have contact with as opposed to some big anonymous bank, and therefore they tend to pay it back better? Yeah, I think the social aspect of it really, and, and this is you know this is where the Internet's going. I mean, Facebook, uh, you know, Twitter, uh, it's all about this, this social component. And so I do think that, you know, folks, uh, at least a, a good percentage of them, do feel if if someone if my you know friend or or family members helping me you know out in a tough situation I've got eighteen percent credit card debt that has just run away from me and they're willing to loan me so I can consolidate that debt down to you know let's say eight nine percent they're doing me a big favor and I do think that 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 component does appeal to folks and I think there there is more of a sense of commitment and ownership you know some of these sites have communities where, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, all alums from a certain university uh, kind of joined together in a, in a club, if you will. Uh, so you've got different social groups that, that are formed, that form out of these, um, these big sites. And so there's some kind of affinity type uh, association with that group. And maybe it's, you, you know, you're only looking to loan to people with a certain profession because you previously worked in that profession or maybe your spouse does. And so that component is really cool. And, I, you know, Jordan, I love the concept of cutting banks out of the picture. You know, banks have, with consumers really don't have the best reputation right now. Um, you know, and if, you're, if you're happy with your bank, uh, bless you. But you're, I would probably say you're in the minority. Um, so this is a really, it's kind of this power to the people type mentality, uh, grassroots, and it really is exciting to see. Um, is it the answer to our credit woes and all the you know the credit crunch and the credit freeze we're under? No, but I think it's an important component and an important piece of the puzzle to get us out of the predicament that we're in. How big has it grown since it started in 2006? You know, it is growing by uh, leaps and bounds. Uh, the industry now um, 
is on target. There's been uh, you know various studies done, Javelin Research back in January, uh, respected uh, academic research company did a study, uh, and it's on track to be. It's it's already a multi-million dollar company, uh, or rather industry. It's on uh, on pace to be you know over a billion dollar type uh, industry. Uh, and it's just growing by uh, you know it depends on who you're who you're uh, citing and the stats you're citing, but the growth is 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 phenomenal. I mean, twenty, thirty, forty percent type growth uh, in this industry, and it, it's just exploding. Um, and and so that's exciting because it's still relatively unknown. But as more people learn about it, as they become more comfortable with uh, again. Something that oftentimes has had stigma attached to it, loaning money to a friend or family member. But as they get more comfortable with the concept and the new twist, a new way of doing this, um, where you know you're not as likely to uh, <laughs> lose a friend for life, um, then I think you know, and word of mouth gets out there. I mean, this is really a grassroots type deal, and it's it's interesting. I mean, I've got money in a money market account, Jordan, earning two percent. Which I, you know, is actually a pretty good rate of right. earning for money market these days. But why would I park it there when I can, you know, help a friend out who's struggling to make ends meet with, you know, eighteen, nineteen percent credit card debt? I can, you know, come to them and say, hey, uh, you know, how would you like to lower your debt to, you know, eight percent or so? And um, instead of getting a rate of return at two percent, I, I get what I consider in this market a pretty phenomenal rate of return, eight percent. Not without risk, but again, if you do your due diligence as a lender, and these people already know, I know they've got good jobs, and I've known them for years in most cases. I feel comfortable with where they're at, and um, man, and it's all automated. It's incredible. I mean, I electronically get payments that are credited uh, through EFT, electronic funds transfer, to my account. Every month, I do nothing. Their account's electronically debited, their checking account. I just get a monthly email saying, hey, Mr. Arnold, here's your payment. Uh, the loan's current. Here's your, you know, just to give a quick summary, I get year-end tax documents mailed to me. It's totally autopilot. It's phenomenal. What is the role of the credit crunch in helping person-to-person lending increase? If people can't get loans through traditional banks, is that spurring the growth of P2P lending as well? I really think it is, and I think it's the the timing of this industry to, you know, is really poised for growth, it, it correlated with the credit crunch, credit freeze, whatever you're going to call it, is amazing. You know, the CEO of Prosper, uh, just you know, a lot of the the folks, the leaders in this industry, feel like the timing uh, for this you know growth of the industry is just phenomenal because people are looking for credit. Where they can't get credit from traditional sources, they're being turned down. Um, <clears throat> Advance a business card. I just did an interview uh, a couple days ago. They closed out a million of their business credit card accounts, froze those accounts, and the the folks, you know, some of these business owners are going out of business because their cash flow. They relied on credit. This is a viable option, and so and it, it's it, it's working. You know, if it, if one thing, if it's just theory or if it's some governmental policy that, you know, may be introduced later this year or, or whatnot, but this is, this is working for folks. Uh, it's not an answer for everybody, but, you know, it is an answer, uh, at least a partial answer. And so I think that is really fueling the growth. Uh, I think if it was normal times, 
and we weren't in the, the credit predicament that we're in, and it was, you know, the kind of good times were rolling, uh, I think this would still be a pretty fringe-type um, industry without a lot of uh, growth behind it. Uh, yeah. so, so the timing's interesting. Very good. Well, we're going to find out more about this after the next break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show, and my guest this hour is Chris Arnold, uh, who's just come out with a new book called The Complete Idiot's Guide to Person-to-Person Lending. The whole idea of P2P lending is, is new to an awful lot of people. We're going to take a look at it from both the borrower's point of view uh, and the lender's point of view and explain exactly how this new fascinating way to get uh, credit during a credit crunch uh, might work for you. We'll be back right after this. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. The violent crime rate has begun to rise again. So what's more important than feeling at ease and secure in your daily life? With an optimistic perspective on a sober subject, crime prevention and personal safety expert Susan Bartlestone brings you the information, tips, resources, and inspiring success stories that will reduce your fear and restore your confidence. So stay tuned and stay safe with Crime Prevention 101 and Susan Bartlestone every Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, here on Voice America. It'd be a crime not to listen. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Curtis Arnold, uh, who's the author of a new book called The Complete Idiot's Guide to Person-to-Person Lending. Welcome back to the show, Curtis. Hey, thank you, Jordan. Let's talk about the different kinds of person-to-person loans that are out there. The first one is, is credit card debt. How does that work in the P2P world? Yeah, there's several types, and there's even several different sites based on the type of uh, 
loan you're looking for. There's even a couple sites that are just dedicated to uh, student loans, believe it or not. So this industry, as it starts to really grow, and it's still a, it's still a fairly small industry, but we're seeing more niche sites pop up that are you know just devoted to one type of loan. Uh, but in terms of credit card debt. Um, you know, but any any of these sites pretty much work for that, and that's one of the big things that they market. Uh, you know, the beauty of, of peer-to-peer lending, in terms of being able to consolidate credit card debt. Uh, the options out there for doing that, Jordan, are, are have become more and more limited. You know, it used to be if you you know, had credit card debt, simple simple solution to the problem, and that was a home equity loan or a HELOC, home equity line of credit. But uh, that has become less of a viable option uh, as banks have really tightened. And uh, not that they're still not out there, but uh, it's just not as op- much of an option to as many people. So where do you turn? Well, you know, you can go to cardratings.com and try to get a lower-rate credit card. But credit card rates are are going up, and I predict will continue to go up as we've got all this credit card legislation that um, will be kicking in in about nine months from now. And so uh, the outlook there is is pretty dismal. So, you know, your options suddenly become pretty limited. If you've got, like a lot of folks out there, struggling with uh, high teens or even above 20%, or some of these cards go north of 30%, uh, on the default rate, so you know some of the listeners out there are struggling with 32, 33 percent debt, and that's killing them. Uh, and it's a it's a tough situation. Uh, so where do you turn? Well, this is a viable option, and most of these sites really cater to folks uh, in that situation. Like I said, personally, um, you know, I had folks coming to me. You know, one of one person had a Hundred, almost two hundred thousand dollars just in credit card debt that they had run up uh, on a business venture, and they're like, and their business it was involved uh, real estate. It turned south, and they were like, Curtis, uh, where do we turn? Uh, and you know, it, it breaks your heart. But you know, social lending, the beauty of it is, is a lot of times you can qualify for rates, and most of these loans are unsecured, by the way, uh, Jordan. Mm-hmm. But that you can have collateral attached in some cases. But they're typically unsecured. Uh, but a lot of times you can get lower rates on an unsecured loan through a social networking site or social lending site than you can through a bank. Uh, if you go to uh, Lending Club site, uh, LendingClub.com, you'll see on their homepage they've got some typical rates that you would pay for an unsecured loan. A lot of times these um, these social lending sites, you, you can get better rates. So that, that's the beauty of them. So you're saying you can use the money for anything. You could use it to pay off credit card bills. You could use it for medical bills. You could use it for a wedding, a car. You can, there's no limit on how you can use the money. Is that correct? Yeah, there really is no limit. And then the, another beauty that I love about this whole concept of social lending is there's this human element. You can go on and post, uh, let's say you're planning a wedding. You can tell a little bit about it. You know, you can say, you know, here's what we budgeted, um, you know, and, and post a picture if you're comfortable uh, doing that. Certainly that's up to you. You don't have to. But it, it's, it's interesting, and you've got a business idea. Really, and so there's, you know, it could be a home improvement. There's, there's no limit. Uh, and, again, you're going to see more sites uh, coming up, popping up that, that are more of a niche-type site that, that focus on one type alone. And, um, and that's a cool thing. It gets, it gets to be really exciting. Uh, so any reason, any um, you know, worthy reason uh, out there, you can post uh, your story 
and uh, you know you, you post your you go through a screening process, and you, you typically do have to give your credit uh, standing. Um, and the sites operate differently. You know, you want to check out each site. They're all they're all somewhat similar in, in terms of the basic concepts, but the actual mechanics do uh, vary, and we detail those in the book. But uh, and you can also get mortgages these days through this. Is that correct? Yeah, even mortgages, which is is kind of crazy. I mean, most of these loans are are twenty five thousand dollars or less that range. But uh, a site like Virgin Money, for example, which is you know associated with the big name of Virgin Records, uh, this site has actually been around for for many years. Uh, it was previously called Circle Lending. It was a real small site. We featured it on CardRatings.com as a as an option years ago. But they uh, here a few years ago they got bought out by uh, uh, same gentleman that owns uh, Virgin Records. Uh, and uh, he he owns Virgin Money, and so they were they were bought out by Virgin Money, and the site's really taken off. It's a little bit different, but they offer mortgages is the reason I brought it up. But it's it's a little bit different slant in that it's not a bidding platform. With Virgin Money, uh, you typically know someone, a uh, family member, a friend, and they act as a third party, um, you know, processor. And basically, they help you get all the loan docs together. And, and Jordan, believe it or not, you can sign all this stuff online. Yeah. <laughs> I've done uh, about five or six of these loans, and uh, all the people were here in my local um, uh, metro area. Uh, but I, you know, I'm a busy person, I, and so we got on. We all got on there and did an e-signature, and never had to meet face to face. And then I mailed a check in the mail to them for their, you know, their disbursement of their funds. And then it was on autopilot and has been. So it's it's crazy. Yeah, no, that's really great. And the last thing is in this area is student loans. How, how can people get a student loan through peer-to-peer lending? Well, again, and we go we went back to that previous segment that we just talked. The <laughs> with student loans, it's gotten to be tougher to get one, and so that's really facilitated the growth of uh, of student loans uh, through uh, social lending. And so you can, um, you know, if you're a student looking for uh, a loan, there's uh, sites that, uh, you know, one or two sites that actually specialize in student loan. But you can you can use a site like Prosper, or you know, Prosper and Lending Club are, are the two biggies out there in terms of numbers. And by the way, I, you know, with all the these new sites that are kind of sprouting up, I would be kind of careful. Because um, this is such a new industry, I tend to want to go with uh, the bigger names, and not that these other sites are totally uh, ripoffs at all. But I just this industry is growing so fast, and you're seeing you know, new sites. It seems like almost every month or two that are coming on board. It's even hard for us to keep up. Um, and I just would be a little careful, both as a borrower and a lender. Uh, when you're when you're looking at these sites for, for whatever kind of loan it is, but student loans are very much in the mix, and again, timing is everything because uh, you know student loans are we're having a hard time, and I've got a son that's going to be a a freshman in college this fall, and uh, you know the loans uh, options are, are, are don't seem that appealing to me, and so if I can get a loan through a social networking site. For uh, you know, even a possibly a better rate than I can through uh, a local bank, then why not? You talk a little bit about uh, the uh, social etiquette of peer-to-peer lending. 
Let me talk a little bit about one of those things that borrowers should do and not do. How you have a thing on borrowers behaving badly. What are some things you should be careful about doing if you're using social networking as a borrower? Yeah, well, there is some etiquette involved, um, no doubt about it. Um, and so not, a, not just for the borrower, but for the lender. So what you want to do is look at the sites, um, and our book is a great source to kind of do that quickly, but go to the sites directly because um, our books, you know, it was published about a month ago, but this, this is an evolving industry. So you need to go to the sites, check them out, and then, and then you know, basically learn the mechanics in terms of what to do and don't do. Um, as a borrower, um, you know, th- there is this human element involved, but you want to be professional at the same time. And you don't want to, I don't, you know, you don't want to get too personal in your, for example, in your loan listing uh, when you appeal to folks for a loan. Uh, you want to impress them that, that you're worthy of um, having money lent to. Um, you know, so think of it as a borrower from the perspective of, well, why would I lend money to you, uh, to, or to myself, rather, um, and so think of it from the lender's perspective. Um, it's not, you know, if you go to a, a traditional bank, you know, it can be a, a pretty cold process in terms of meeting with that loan officer, et cetera. So you don't have to deal with that, but you still want to present a professional image. You want to follow all the, you know, the suggested etiquette on, on the different sites and do, you know, do a little bit of homework. Same applies if you're, you know, lending money. Yeah, so what should the lenders, uh, what's some of the lender etiquette that should people have? Well, you know, let me speak from personal experience. Um, As a lender, one of the big things you're going to want to know is is the credit profile of the borrower. And um, a lot of these sites make that fairly easy to do. And you can actually email, um, you know, send a direct email to that potential borrower but when you do that, you want to be careful what questions you ask. Certainly, you know, there's, there's laws <laughs> that protect uh, the whole credit uh, uh, industry in terms of discrimination, et cetera. So you certainly want to be careful what types of questions you ask. Don't ask anything about, you know, the, the race, ethnicity, religion, et cetera. Stick to the facts. Stick to their credit profile. And uh, you need to be careful, though, as a as a potential lender, because again, these laws that have been on the books uh, protect consumers, and you need to be cognizant of those laws. Last thing you'd want to do uh, is ask a question that well, maybe it was not even necessarily, maybe it was a legal question, but it was a kind of a gray area, and then you're turning that potential borrower off, and, and so they're not so not going to be interested in, in working with you. So that's something to keep in mind. So watch the, do your due diligence as a lender in terms of checking that credit profile. You can check the debt to um, income ratio, but stick to the stick to the math, stick to the business end of it. Very good. All right, we're going to get into more of how peer to peer, a show called Person to Person Lending Works. After the break, I'm speaking with uh, Curtis Arnold, uh, who runs CardWeightings.com. Uh, his new book is called The Complete Idiot's Guide to Person to Person Lending, and we'll be back after this.
the market's up or down. Or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. What are the do's and don'ts when it comes to solving personal foreclosure? With over 2,700 foreclosures daily, what can you do to ensure the housing crisis doesn't hit home? Tune in to Foreclosure Exposure Radio with host Carla Duglin. This show will give you steps you can immediately use to save your own home and credit. Face and conquer foreclosure issues before they affect you. Listen for Foreclosure Exposure Radio every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Network. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. Uh, my guest this hour is Chris Arnold. Uh, who is the author of a new book called The Complete Idiot's Guide to Person-to-Person Lending. Welcome back to the show, Curtis. Hey, good to be back, Jordan. Thanks. So let's explain exactly how this works from the borrower's point of view and kind of go through step-by-step. If you want to borrow money on person-to-person lending, uh, how do you actually do it? Maybe just kind of take us through that. Yeah, you bet. And the mechanics is kind of the nitty-gritty, and that's, it's important. Um, now, each site um, operates uh, somewhat differently, so... But you can, you know, make a few general general statements. But certainly, uh, as you're looking at each individual site, be cognizant that each has nuances. Uh, for example, let's take Lending Club. Now, I mentioned earlier, you know, on, on Prosper, for example, they don't screen your credit typically. But uh, Lending Club, they're looking for a um, a credit score, FICO score of 660 or higher. So one of the first things you want to do if you're looking to, to uh, you know, borrow money is <laughs> if you don't know your credit score, you probably, you know, need to uh, get on cardratings.com or uh, on your site, Money Answers, and, and get a get your credit score uh, as, as to start out with. 
because they're gonna they're gonna look at your score, and if you you know if you don't meet the six sixty cutoff, then you're really wasting your time. So that's a, that's step one before you even uh, you know start the application process. But a lot of the beauty of this, Jordan, is it, it so much of it can just be done online, uh, which makes it so convenient. We're all so busy; um, you don't have to. There's not a ton of paperwork um, involved. You know, with Lending Club, for example, you, you apply online, doesn't cost you anything, typically doesn't cost you anything on, in any of these sites, so there's not typically an application fee. Uh, it takes just a few minutes to, uh, to fill out the paperwork. And if everything goes without a hitch, typically you're going to get a, um, a three-year loan through Lending Club. It's going to be a fixed rate. And it's going to be uh, the the range will be from a thousand to twenty five thousand dollars. Again, I mentioned earlier you know, on the high end, these loans are typically about twenty five thousand dollars. But another beauty is the loans fund pretty quick. There's a pretty because all this is online, you can even sign the uh, the loan document, um, or it's called a promissory note uh, with an e signature. But the f- loans can fund. Uh, a lot of them in less than two weeks. Uh, even with pro- uh, Virgin Money that I uh, I have lent money through, um, those I mean I can you know, if everything goes pretty smoothly and I'm kind of guiding that borrower myself because Virgin uh, again is a little different in that there's not the a lot of these sites will have a uh, a bidding platform and a lot of the lenders will only say they only want to fund your loan in like fifty dollar increments. So if you want ten thousand dollars. You often will get you know fifty dollars from uh, you know a lot of different borrowers or lenders um, because they're wanting to limit their risk. So what they're looking at, as a lender to do is put fifty dollar buckets over you know if they got ten thousand dollars they want to invest or lend they're going to want to spread out their risk among a lot of different uh, borrowers. So that's typically how those things are funded, but. Regardless, you know, you're looking at a couple of weeks typically to tops to get that thing funded. And again, with Virgin Money, I can usually have these those loans funded in, in a matter of, you know, 48, 72 hours. So you actually fill out a profile, right, as a borrower, mm-hmm. kind of showing. So what are some of the things that go into your profile? Yeah, good question. Um, that's where you're going to kind of tell that human element of your story. Uh, why do you need the loan? Um, you know, uh, explain, uh, and you want to be honest and upfront about it. Um, you know, again, I think that's the right thing to do because um, I think, you know, as a lender, I'm going to look, I'm going to look carefully not at just your profile, but I'm going to look at your credit standing and some of these other factors, debt to income, for example. And if something doesn't jive, that's going to be a red flag. So I think honesty, but but just appealing to saying, you know, maybe maybe you've had a tough time. Maybe it's medical bills. I mean, we certainly all understand that a lot of the debt out there and the, the bankruptcies are not due to people that are just, uh, you know, lazy uh, walking the streets, but a lot of it's due to legitimate medical debt. Maybe they didn't have health insurance. So that's a, that's a cool thing about this because a lot of us know that, and so you're appealing to another person. Maybe they've been in a similar situation, but be honest, explain your situation. Don't write a novel, um, and be professional. But and that's going to be they're going to look at that profile. I think posting a picture does help. It's not required, but personally, I don't know. There's just this even on card ratings, we like to post the pictures of our employees because we like to. Adding again transparency there, I think is, is cool. 
Um, so that's kind of how that's done. And then you wait and see. Um, you know, your loan a lot of times will be partially funded, um, depending on. And there's a lot of borrowers or lenders rather getting into this business because, again, uh, Javelin Research tracked Lending Club, and if you fact on Lending Club's uh, main page, you'll see that they boast that the uh, earn average net annual returns of nine point nine percent, even gone up since I last checked. I was updated on June 8th. And so it's attracting quite a lot of money. So that's if you're wanting to borrow money, that's a good thing because there's more and more lenders getting in, personal lenders getting in uh, in this game. So uh, that's something to be mindful of. And so let's talk a little bit from the other side. What are some of the things you need to watch out for and how do you perform uh, as a lender if you want to lend money and, and are the different choices and who you can lend to and how much for and periods of time? How does it work from the lender's point of view? Yeah, and and from and that's um, again from my perspective as a lender, um, something I can I can talk about from a personal uh, from personal experience, and and it's it's interesting. I mean, you typically uh, again you you join you sign up you become a member online, um, and then typically what will happen is is you have to. Uh, a lot of these sites again are, are on a bidding thing, but you can um, you can spread out your risk as I mentioned earlier. But you have to deposit some money into a into an account, and um, and that that basically you know that becomes your your money that you're you're lending or your, your investment pool uh, that's kind of in a holding account. And so, but it is oftentimes unsecured. So now with Virgin Money. You know, there's an option to to have collateral there, but um, it adds a you know another bit of complexity to the loan. But it certainly gives you as a lender uh, something to fall back on. And most banks are gonna, a lot of them are gonna <laughs> require collateral for secured loans. But most of these loans are unsecured. So just be if you have a, a real problem with uh, putting money unsecured out there, you know, which is understandable. Um, then this may not be the best place for you to invest money because most of these folks are not going to have collateral and they're not going to want to put up collateral. So be be mindful of that um, as well. What are some of the interest rates that people can earn over what terms when you're a lender? You bet. Um, you know, you've got, it's typically a lot of these are, uh, you know, three to five year repayment period. Um, you don't want to, uh, you know, typically top your money for you know twenty, thirty years. So, but that's so that's good news. Um, the average rate, if you're a borrower, uh, at least on Lending Club, is uh, you know rates are as low as seven point eight eight percent and go up. Uh, but a lot of times you're going to get rates of return um, in the you know seven to ten percent range. Um, if you're willing to go with folks that are, uh, you know, less than stellar credit or, you know, a subprime credit or near prime, trying to rebuild, a lot of times you can get a higher rate of return on those loans, but obviously the risk is, is higher. Um, but, I mean, gosh, even if it's a 7% rate of return, when I compare that to what I get in my savings account, I, I think it's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and the, the money comes out of the, a uh, borrower's checking account, and you get paid monthly. Is that the way it works? Yeah, it's a monthly deal. Um, and in fact, we talk, let me go back, step back just two seconds. In a vet, if you want to lend money through like Lending Club, they've got a track record of average net annualized returns of over nine percent, 
since June 2007. So this is that's somewhat of a track record. I mean, June 07. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's monthly. Basically, that they'll enter their checking account info, and their account will be debited if, if you're lending money to them every month, and yours is automatically credited. You typically will get, you know, you can get an email notification. Um, if it, if the loan goes south as a borrower, one of the beauties is is there are uh, they they do have collection agencies that these uh, sites oftentimes work with that can work on your behalf to collect the funds where you don't have to uh, necessarily go out and and knock on someone's door as a collector. So that's another thing to consider though. And it's uh it's a beauty of some of these services if they, you know, check to see if they offer which a lot, most of them do uh what they do if your loan goes into default, what the policy is. Uh, so that's important to note as well. Why don't you just briefly profile the main lenders in peer-to-peer lending? Because they're Prosper, and um, it's, it's certainly the biggest one. But why don't you just briefly say who they are and, and what some of the differences are between the different players here? Yeah, you bet. Um, well, Prosper is certainly, you know, probably the most well-known. Um, they've got, uh, they're in a quiet period now. And a lot of these sites, this is something to uh, to be mindful of. Now, Lending Club is not in a quiet period. But basically, long story short, the SEC has stepped in, and they've tried to um, offer some legitimacy and uh, a little bit of oversight into this industry um, because they, you know, basically this industry they had some regulatory concerns, and the industry was growing pretty quick. Um, there was some lawsuits filed. Uh, some by some attorney general's offices um, back latter part of last year. Um, you know, there was a settlement, and it was growing too fast. So the SEC stopped, stepped in, and they basically said, hey, you know, we need to offer uh, some oversight in this industry. So I think long-term that's going to be a good thing for the industry and help, uh, you know, build some confidence into this, uh, you know, growing industry. But in the meantime, it, it presents a little bit of a challenge because while Prosper is in this quiet period, and some of these other sites are, um, you know, if you're an existing lender, your current lender agreements aren't affected. But if you want to be, uh, if you're not an existing lender, um, you know, the the problem is basically you can't work with Prosper unless you're an existing lender with them, until they come out of this quiet period. Now, Prosper came out of their quiet period briefly uh, because California gave them some legit- legitimacy just a couple months ago, but they're back in it, and I hopefully they'll be out soon, but that's something to be mindful of with Prosper. Very good. Okay, we're going to uh, take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show, and my guest this hour is Curtis Arnold, uh, the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Person-to-Person Lending, a really fascinating new industry that might make sense for you both as a borrower and a lender. We'll be back after this. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. 
Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying, and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and and pundit Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman. My guest this hour is Curtis Arnold, uh, whose new book is called The Complete Idiot's Guide to Person-to-Person Lending. In addition to doing uh, that book, uh, he is the proprietor of CardRatings.com, uh, and I just thought we'd spend a little bit of time talking about this new credit card bill that uh, recently was enacted and, and signed into law, and how that's going to be affecting uh, consumers' use of credit cards. Maybe I know there's a lot of different things in that bill, Curtis, but maybe just briefly say some of the uh, most important parts of the bill and how that will be affecting the way consumers uh, offer uh, are receiving uh, and using credit cards. Yeah, you bet. Uh, and you, you make a good point. I mean, there's a lot of components to this uh, new law, uh, some of which I don't think are you know such a big deal, such as uh, double-cycle billing. I mean, very few issuers even still use that today. But there's some uh, very beneficial components, uh, what I would consider more important components to the uh, legislation, the law, rather. And uh, one of those is dealing with rates. I mean, Jordan, as, as I know you know, um, it has gotten so bad in the, in the credit card industry that uh, pretty much a card issuer can raise your rate at any time for any reason. So it's kind of the carte blanche uh, policy. Uh, you know, they wake up in a bad mood one day and decide to raise your rates. They can do it virtually. So one of the nice things about the law is it's really going to limit uh, an issuer's ability to, uh, in terms of how they can raise your rate, why they can, and how much notice they have to give you. So the going forward, 
they can only raise rates um, on existing balances uh, if you're late 60 days. Uh, that's the only reason. So it's a very narrow definition. Uh, and then if you're, you pay on time for the next six months, I think it is, you can restore your rate. So what's interesting is, um, you know, their, their issuer's ability to, to jack up your rates is going to be severely curtailed. Um, in fact, the first year that you have a new card, they can't touch your rate, which is, is fun. Unless you pay late 60 days, right? Do what? Unless you pay late by 60 days. Yeah, that's the only, uh, only exception, but the first year, they generally can't touch your rate. Um, and then they have to give you 45 days written notice. Um, if they're going to increase your rate, um, so it, that's a, I think is a real positive uh, step in a lot of ways for consumers. Although I don't uh, think this new law. I think the impression is uh, a lot of folks think, well, I'm going to get rescued uh, for my credit card troubles by this new law. And I think that is a, is an inaccuracy, and it's not going to happen. And, in fact, I think the law, Jordan, unfortunately, is going to have a lot of unintended negative consequences. Um, this industry has been virtually deregulated since about 1980. I think deregulation hasn't worked. Uh, the notorious credit card fine print that uh, the industry is so closely associated with is, is really you know, sp- sprouted up out of this deregulatory environment. However, it's a tightrope, and we got the credit crunch, you got the credit freeze. The industry is really hurting right now uh, in terms of earnings and uh, charge-off rates, delinquency rates, or uh, you know, past historic highs in a lot of cases. So this industry is really on the on the brink of uh, disaster, if you will, financial disaster uh, currently. And then you you throw in a, some legislation. And most analysts say this is going to cost the industry, um, you know, millions and millions, um, more like billions of dollars over time. And um, the industry is going to have to recoup and reinvent itself. So long story short, I say that to say if you're carrying credit card debt right now, I think it's the worst time in the history of this industry, which is only about a little over 50 years, really, Jordan. Hard to believe credit card industry hasn't been around that long. But it's the worst time in this industry to ever carry credit card debt. What are some of the things you think the banks are going to do to try to recoup uh, their losses that they will not be able to charge higher rates and fees? Uh, What are they going to do to uh, so-called responsible and what used to be called good customers that I now hear they're calling freeloaders, basically? (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. It's been this crazy paradigm shift. It used to be the bread-and-butter customer for the industry was someone that carried a large balance and, and made payments and they could string them out for 30, 40 years or, you know, forever, um, that customer is now a risk and is a liability. So, uh, and so it's done a total about face. But what you're going to see, Jordan, on cardratings.com, we track uh, credit card rates for the New York State Banking Department. I think you're going to see average rates continue to rise. We've already seen that in the last 60, 90 days. So much so that I think average rates by the end of the year on credit cards by the end of the year, early part of next year, could be as high as 15%, which is scary stuff. I mean, it wasn't that long ago when average rates were around 12%. And this is not related to overall interest rates going up. This is just because of the dynamics of what's going on in the industry, right? Exactly. The feds have not raised rates, so it has nothing to do with the interest rate environment. It has everything to do with the industry struggling financially 
And this, this legislation is just going to help, I think, uh, exacerbate problems that we've already have. And I'm not saying that the legislation was not needed. I'm just saying the timing was, was bad, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. for consumers. Okay, so raising rates is the first thing. Um, I hear that there may be uh, reducing or eliminating the grace period uh, for people who pay on time. Is that uh, likely to happen? Yeah, I think I don't think you'll see a total uh, loss of grace period. You may on a few cards, subprime type cards. Uh, we actually saw a card, um, CardRatings.com, not too long ago, a secured card that had no grace period. Uh, but I don't think I don't want to press a panic button. I don't think we're all going to lose our grace periods. But I think they will continue. And this has been a general trend, by the way, for the last several years to diminish. Um, so I think some cards that still have those twenty-five day grace periods will shorten a few days to twenty days. And so I think you'll see further contraction. Now, the law does say that an issuer has to mail uh, uh, your, your statement 21 days before it's due. But don't be confused. That does not mean, don't, don't confuse that with the grace period because it, it's, it is kind of confusing. But that doesn't mean they can't sh- further shrink your grace period. That just means they have to mail you the bill 21 days before it's due. So, and then as far as fees on various things, I hear they may be charging fees for frequent flyer mileage or rewards points in various ways and putting annual fees on cards that have not had them in the past. Do you think that's going to happen as well? Yeah, I think uh, there's two. It's, it's pretty simple stuff, Jordan. There's two ways this industry makes revenue, fees and finance or interest charges. It's pretty simple stuff. So how are they going to make up all this deficit? They're going to do it by raise, increasing their their finance charges, which is raising your interest rate, or by increasing your fees. That's the only way they can do it. Um, so I think annual fees on cards, particularly reward cards, they'll start to tick up. I think uh, on some you know super low rate cards, we've already seen this in the past, but uh, you know rates at around seven, six, eight percent, those type of cards, you can see fees hover up. And so, and I think you'll see new fees that we haven't seen before. I mean, Chase, for example, introduced a new fee on a half million account holders back in the first part of this year. It was a $10 service charge, and it was like, where did this come from? This is just totally out of the blue. So um, I think for people, uh, people who carry balances, right? That was the idea. Yeah, that affected, and I was one of those personally affected, and I was not happy. Uh, yeah. Fortunately, that uh, that thing was repealed because enough people protested. There was actually lawsuits filed. The chase reversed course, and I commend them uh, under some pretty yeah. serious pressure. Now, there's going to be a lot of changes. So, well, it's been fascinating talking with you, Curtis. Again, your new book is called The Complete Idiot's Guide to Person-to-Person Lending. Uh, your website, cardratings.com. You can also get to, to card, credit card perks.com. A lot of changes coming in the whole credit world, and you're really on top of it. So appreciate you being on the Money Answer Show very much. Hey, thanks, Jordan. I appreciate it. And we'll be back again next week. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. 
visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 